Our friends at Wabam got run off the road a little. Wabam over the weekend, as a matter of fact. Uh, W-A-B-A-M. I saw Ryan Stefano's car got a little bit chewed up last night at Slinger Speedway. But uh, I'm sure if he uh, takes some of his own cleaning products, he'd probably clean that thing right up. No problem. Uh, check out our friends at Wabam. W-A-B-A-M. Go to getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. And uh, I used, I got out and cleaned the motorcycles up over the weekend and uh, used this stuff on the fairing. And I'm telling you, it's fantastic. Bugs fall right off. I put it all over the front of my car. And uh, when I used the uh, pressure washer on, I mean, there's nothing. There's no stains. There's no nothing. It's perfect. So you get the whiplash. You put that on your fairing, on the front of your car, whatever, or the ceramic coatings. Go to getwabam.com. Get W-A-B-A-M. And the Wabam race team was out and about this weekend, too, like I had mentioned. So uh, check uh, check out Ryan DeStefano and his group out there racing on the local tracks. But go to getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. Again, for those watching on the Bud Light live stream, you see it, getwabam.com. So the the, the Brewers, um, boy, I tell you what, that, that's just, that, that's, that's not great. I, I don't even know how to tell you. It's just been bad baseball, for lack of a better term. I do want, real quick, I want to go back to this. Um, because I know Devontae Adams uh, became this topic of conversation, and we're going to end up hearing more from the, about this later on in the program. But he did say that, you know, he and this is not something that came out of the blue. We, we heard about this before, about how uh, when, when uh, Derek Carr's brother, David, had been talking about how these two have been trying to get together for a while. Devontae Adams says he and quarterback Derek Carr, they've been working out together for almost six years. We, we were working out together for the first six years of, of our you know NFL career anyway because we lived right down the street from each other once I moved up to Danville. So, I mean, we were throwing probably three times a week for, you know, five, six years. So, um, had about a two-year gap when, when they, you know, the team moved out here. But uh, basically picked up where we left off. And, you know, we both are so committed and, and obsessive over our craft to where, um, you know, even today I messed something up at the end of practice, you know, uh, just a, a subtle thing. And we go back out there after to go, you know, I just want to feel that and do because that's the way we did it before. Anytime, you know, if he didn't if he didn't like a ball he threw in a period, he had me go stand in a spot that I, w- that I would have been catching the ball. And then he'll fire it until, you know, he liked how he threw it, which is usually, you know, one more pass. But um, when you got two dudes that have worked together and already built up a lot of camaraderie and, you know, have a close friendship, I feel like that makes it so much easier kind of getting back and gelling, um, you know, the way you were before. And then he was asked about the relationship between him and Aaron Rodgers, specifically uh, as he was being traded and, uh, you know, over to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And he kind of cleared up a lot of things here. Take a listen. We've talked multiple times and, you know, we talked throughout the whole process, too. And he was he was aware of, uh, you know, where I stood and I was aware of where he stood. And we we had talks just like what he said um, the other day. He mentioned we had talks about his future and what he what he thinks his his duration in Green Bay or just football in general would look like. And, you know, that played into into my decision as well, because, you know, where I'm in my career, um, you know, and this isn't a shot at anybody. Any other quarterbacks are, you know, on the, in Green Bay. You know, I love Jordan Love, especially. He's a he's a great guy. But, you know, I just I got I got aspirations of doing really really big things and and being remembered. And I just you know it just it wasn't really a point in my career that I was willing to to sacrifice. Um, you know, Aaron not being there. You know, after a year or two. So. Um, my decision was to be here, and, and he respected that. He understood that, you know, it has a lot to do with where I want to raise my, my kids, 
you know, family being closer to home. I mentioned that to you guys when I first came up here. You know, I hadn't my, my grandparents never seen me play in eight years. So to be able to have my family closer and, you know, the, the suites are a lot more expensive here. But now I can have all the pack the suite out with the family and uh, and, and kind of do that whole thing. So we, we've had a lot of great talks. He was in the, the match. I'm sure you all know about that. And wanted me to um, go play a practice round with him in the morning. And I definitely would have gone and done that. But we had uh, we had practice here. So. But yeah, we've had a lot of good talks, man. He he understands where, I, where I'm coming from. I understood where he was coming from, so we kind of just left it at that. That statement is more telling about other things rather than the relationship with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. First of all, he seems to think that it's one or two years. I don't know if if you got all of that, but he seems to think, you know, hey, he talked about the duration of Aaron Rodgers, and then he said, no offense to Jordan Love, but I got aspirations to do great things. The bottom line is, hey, I want somebody that's going to be with me for the next four, five, six years to be throwing me the football so I can do my thing to solidify my venture towards not only a championship but also towards the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's what he's saying. And he's saying, look, I got maybe a year or two left with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and no offense to Jordan Love, but he's not the guy. I love Jordan Love, especially he's a he's a great guy, but <laughs> right, but here comes that butt. He's dropping that butt on you. But that ain't the dude. I want to go where I'm gonna get the football. I want to go where I'm gonna have the stats. I want to go where I have a legitimate shot of winning. Not just now or this year or next year, but for the next four or five years at least, as I put my resume together for a gold jacket. That that's what he's efforting towards. That, that's a loud statement. Two parts. One is saying he thinks Rodgers has a year, maybe two. Because he talked about his duration in football. And then Jordan Love ain't the dude. That's a, that's a loud statement. That's a loud statement. He moves on, though. He was asked what's more exciting, uh, you know, the day he was drafted and he's going to, going to the Green Bay Packers for the NFL or now – that he's got a change of scenery and he's going back to play with a guy that helped him get to the NFL and Derek Carr and going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Equally excited. I'm equally excited. It's different. Um, going to Green Bay, you're a kid finally being able to fully fulfill your dream of playing in the NFL. So it's hard to, to beat that. But then, you know, following it up with coming back and playing for the team that you grew up loving, it's really hard to beat that too. So um, it's... It's tough to answer and, and give you one or the other, but I, I'll say it's equally exciting because both are, are dream come trues for me. And, you know, I was able to give a lot and get a lot from Green Bay um, and, and the same now. I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to, you know, put obviously I've been compensated now. Now it's time for me to go, you know, do what I do for, for Vegas and, and enjoy my teammates here. So he was also asked, uh, could Derek Carr be as good as Aaron Rodgers? Take a listen. It's just it's just such a different ball game. I mean, obviously you have Aaron, who's cemented as you know one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. That's just like comparing me to like Jerry Rice. You know, it'd be tough to do because Jerry's put together what he's done, and it's it's undeniable respect for him. Um, and me, I'm still I'm still going, and there's still a lot that I got to do to be able to be mentioned with Jerry, and I and I'm aware of that, and I think Derek is also aware of that. Um, you know, from a big picture, but as far as talent and ability, I mean, it's really similar. If you, if, if I'm keeping it real, Derek's arm strength and, and they throw the ball a lot different. Like Derek is going to fire it in there, and you you're going to know that things coming quick. And Aaron's got the ability to just kind of tighten that core up and just flick the ball to you. So the the release is a lot different, but being able to get the ball. 
late, you know, if they see you coming out of a break, not many quarterbacks can get it to you before you get to the sideline, you know, if you're outside the numbers already. But having two guys like that with really strong arms and understand the game and, um, you know, the mental part of it is a, another similarity that they have is they both obsess over it and, and they know everything that's going on out there. A lot of times I've seen Aaron call out a blitz when the safety's, you know, 17 yards off the ball, just, just kind of creeping back there. He said in practice, hey, he's coming. And I'm like, what? And then, sure enough, dude comes flying on a snap from 17 yards down the field. So I've seen that from Aaron. And then I've seen Derek literally give me a check that didn't make any sense to me before in college. Here, same thing. And, you know, we, we score a touchdown on it. So a lot of similarities, but but much different. And I think Derek is in a position where he's he's chasing to, to be one of those all-time greats like that, which is, like I said, that's not a slight on Derek whatsoever. I wouldn't be here if I was, if I was slighting Derek. But I don't think that I'm ready to compare myself to Jerry Rice just yet. We'll see when it's all said and done, um, you know, or after some more time, just to, to be fair um, overall. And, and I think the same is with Derek. We're, you know, we both chasing it and still got a lot in front of us. Then, um, excuse me, then the, the question, look, Packers offered you the same amount of money, if not more. Why'd you go to the Raiders? I'm sure everybody talks about, you know, you guys have heard Green Bay offered this, which is higher than what I was and all of that. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll say it, it, it was true. Okay, it was true. But like I said, there's much more that goes into it, and, and family is a big part of it for me. So geographically being here, it makes it a lot easier for me to stay connected to my family year-round. And, you know, this, is, this isn't this is year two, or I'm not trying to necessarily fight for a job or anything like that to where, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to just stay out there. You know, I, I had the, the, the choice, and the choice for, was for me to come here and, you know, raise my family on the West Coast and, and come out here and, and have some fun in the sun. There you go. Devontae Adams, a lot of, lot of depth there, a lot of depth there. I still think uh, that statement about Jordan Love, uh, that, uh, again, there's not a lot of positivity there. We'll, we'll see when Jordan Love gets his opportunity, but uh, you hope that this year he's able to at least raise his stock somewhat. In the meantime, got an idea here, or at least it was thrown at me. I want to see if you agree with it. So stay tuned. When we come back, I talk a little Brewers baseball. Brewers have not been playing good baseball lately. Got the win yesterday. Maybe that's putting the train back on the track. We can only hope. But, but, um, we'll, we'll see. Cause it's, it, it hasn't been good. So there is a suggestion on the table. We'll see if you, uh, you want to take to it or not. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up, coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Went to Calderon Club for appetizers and uh, had a couple of beverages there and then met some friends, went over to San Giorgio. Both places fantastic, good crowd, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, but it was just it was great to see everybody and get back down there and kind of reconnect a little bit. Uh, also uh, stopped in and had a tremendous pizza. Uh, some friends had come to town and they had never been there. So had some tremendous pizza. 
over at uh, San Giorgio, which uh, they, uh, you know, ate up at, I think, like midnight <laughs> later that night, the leftovers. But <laughs> rave reviews as always. And if you're heading downtown, if you're going to maybe head down towards Summerfest, you're going to do some things in downtown Milwaukee. If you're coming from anywhere throughout the state of Wisconsin or anywhere within the sound of my voice, for that matter, uh, make sure you stop at Calderon Club and or San Giorgio or both like we did and just enjoy yourself. They uh, they have the Bill Michaels pizza and they also have the uh, the Bill Michaels dish, which is chicken marsala and penny pasta. They put it all together, and then they pair it up with Cider Boys down there. And uh, just really good stuff. So stop down, tell Gino and the gang, and Robin over at San Giorgio, we said hello, just like we did this past weekend. But tell them we sent you. We had a few people that actually were there that said, hey, come down here all the time. Kind of their new favorite haunt. So uh, really, really good stuff. And thanks to everybody for uh, stopping down there and kind of supporting some of the uh, the places that we support and that support us. So thank you very much. Uh, so the, uh, the Brewers, a half game behind the Cardinals and, um, getting the win yesterday, I guess the benefit through this whole stretch has been the Cardinals haven't just run away with anything that is, they have not been able to consistently win. Uh, yeah, they, you know, they've kind of climbed back into this thing and they've taken over the lead of the central, but they're not running away with it by any stretch of the imagination. And the Brewers are chugging along. Now, my buddy, Steve, he says this, he says this, uh, when the Brewers are playing poorly, don't talk about them. Mention their loss, move on. The less attention that is actually received while they're sucking is deserved. When management then realizes they're getting no attention, maybe then they're going to do something to improve this team. Now, my question to you is this. One, what do you think this team needs to do? What 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 are you packaging up? Because I, there was so much. Friday night and Saturday. Now, Friday night, we're sitting over at San Giorgio watching a game. And, I mean, it was just moans and groans and this sucks and he sucks and Yelich sucks and Kane sucks. And it, it was just, I mean, it was a montage of bombastic comments regarding the the play of the Milwaukee Brewers. And then obviously on Saturday it just it got even worse. Uh but that being said, so I look at it as the, throughout this entire I don't know you could throw a dart at a dartboard almost and say, "You know what? Things need to change. Change this, change that." I I can't I can't argue with it. You know, I, I mean, I can't argue with it. The guy that's really playing well, and then you 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 want to get him back to complete full strength and ready to go is Narvaez. Rowdy Tellez still sitting at two fifty one. He's got you ten dingers on the season. Same with Hunter Renfro. Okay, beyond that, Yelich at least a two forty two. McCutcheon gets you a couple of knocks. Things are not terrible, but. Not not the not the way you want it. You know? Not the way you want it. By any stretch of the imagination. At least you've got in the last week, you got uh, you know, uh, Christian Yellich giving you another dinger. Right? Maybe maybe that's gonna be some and, and also the other thing is his on base percentage is not terrible. It's not been awful. But yeah, it's uh it's it's not great either. I agree with you. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 
But in the in most recent history, you can't yell about Christian Yelich because the dude's hitting the ball. Something has clicked during this losing streak. I mean, he he's been sticking it. I'm not going to argue with where he's at right now. He may come up in a situation that all of a sudden you either need a hit or you need a runner or you you got a man on scoring position and okay he doesn't produce every time. But the dude's been hitting the ball. He's got multiple multi-hit games over the last week. Saturday he went three for five, two for five on Friday. He's he's only had a walk, but that's because he's getting on base. I'm not I'm not through this streak, through this bad stretch. I'm not I'm not killing on on Christian Yelich. There's other areas you can go kill on, but this is not it. This is not it. Not happening. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. What do you think? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. Where where if you're going to make a deal, Ben? What's the deal? Where, where, I mean, where is this team right now faltering so bad? I mean, I don't know if I'm going to make a deal at this point. If I'm being completely honest, I mean, I look at la- like it was a horrible stretch of baseball where even when Josh Hader is blowing a save, that's when you know it's just not going right for you. And a lot of the losses they took this week was because the starting pitching struggled. But I have confidence, obviously, in Corbin Burns being great. Eric Lauer has shown a lot this year. Adrian Hauser got hit hard. Ashby got crushed. It's like I, I am confident the starting pitching will return to a good level. So I don't know if making a deal right now is what this team needs. I just think they have to get healthier and start winning again, as, as basic as it sounds. Um, Yelich hitting leadoff, I love. I've been trying to call for that for a long time because he is the best on base percentage take away uh, Omar Narvaez on the team. So I think council moving him up to lead off is smart. I just think they have to string a couple wins together, get a little healthier, get Woodruff back and the pitching has to be better. So I don't know if I'd make a deal. Yeah. I, I, I think it's all about health and just getting back into a rhythm and I'm not being naive here. I mean, had, you know, if the Cardinals were winning and all of a sudden the Brewers are finding themselves five, six games back, maybe you start to push the panic button but I still think baseball, really long season. It's a mar- We always say it's a marathon, not a sprint. It truly is. Uh, I, I, um, uh, Brian says, well, this team just can't hit consistently. A deal needs to be made. That's just it. Who are you dealing? You, I mean, you can just get rid of Lorenzo Cain, okay? I mean, I know people just want to do that. Okay, let's just, I'm not saying that, but let's just say you get rid of Lorenzo Cain. You're bringing somebody else in. You're making a deal for somebody else. And what are you giving up? Because you're not going to get some kind of a starting quality bat if you're not giving something more significant up. That's the point. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, talking to Brewers Baseball. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Give me your thoughts. What would you do right now if you're Brewers management? Or do you just stay the course, be patient, let this this thing roll into uh, July, and then go from there? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.